like this, I can only think of one thing. It goes something like this. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance, I could make those people dance, and maybe they'd be happy for a while. But February made me shiver with every paper I delivered. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widow bride. Something touched me deep inside the day. The music died. Cardiff, all together now! The good old boys were drinking whiskey and rice, singing, This'll be the day that I die. What? This'll be Come on, the guys. day that Please don't I sing die. So we're talking Clash of the Castle. It's very yeah. subtle, but even the announcers, you can tell, were giving very organic deliveries, and they yeah. just felt less contrived, less dumb, like trying to force feed. Like even Michael Cole... This is Michael Cole off the leash, and I feel like now he's able to, instead of force-feeding stuff that Vince is giving into his ear, he's getting to say what he wants to say, and it just adds to the show. I have one little thing about Michael Cole. He actually yeah. ruined the finish. <laughs> oh, and this on, on the, main, the main event finish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he, what, what made you think that? Did well, he just, yeah, like, because he, he was, oh, oh, oh. Oh, he was talking like, well, when the Drew was uh, pinning uh, Roman. Oh, we got a new champ. We got a new champ. <laughs> and we know for sure that when Mighty Cole is saying that, we don't get a yeah, new champ. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> so he should <laughs> he actually sometimes tips. just shut Yeah, shut just let, let the moment speak for itself. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. But yeah, let's start that. Yeah, we're going to get to that. It was, it was really yeah. good. A way better main event than I expected. And yeah. that had a lot to do with this whole card other than Triple H. We have to give credit to these European fans. You absolutely 100% have to give them more stadium shows. 100%. They appreciate yeah. it. And uh, to me, it's it's just close to my heart when you start hearing not only the chants, but their elaborate songs. Where at the end of the show, it turned into a karaoke. And just, you know, you want crowd participation. Even yeah, if the singing was... is bad, it doesn't matter. Well, in this case, it wasn't that it was bad, but you want <laughs> Vince always made people not want to participate, not bring signs. Don't let them say, like, even the simple thing, the following match is scheduled for one fall, and the whole crowd loved to say one fall, and then Vince yeah. put out this edict. They can't say that anymore, so it's just like it felt too stiff. So I love having fans off the leash like this. Yeah, you can really see the fans getting behind Drew, and it wasn't like someone was going over to the side of Roman. Instead, you were just seeing fans chanting, singing, and they were so into Drew winning this one. Yes, they were, and and it was really close. And I was like, I yeah. it got to the point where I was like, oh, maybe the seven hundred and twenty six day reign might end here, but it it didn't end. But it went it went okay. But let's start from the let's start from the beginning. I don't want to leave anything out. We'll start Hello. with the the pre show kickoff, which yeah, it's still part of the main show now. There's no the you know. We remember the days where a pre-show was part, not part of the pay-per-view to try to sell you on the pay-per-view so they should put like a strong match in there. And then somewhere along the way, it just became like the filler match. But now it's part of the show. It doesn't really matter. It is part of the show. Everybody watches it. But we had Mad Cat Moss and the Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Alpha Academy. So yeah. what, what, what did you think about this match? Well, actually, uh, for me, it was... It was good, but the main focus was actually getting a, a Madcap Moss over, for sure. Yeah. That was the main focus. 
he's the new guy. They're building him up to something. I think actually they're building him up for one of the now new relevant belts, the uh, ice intercontinental champion or the US champion. They're building yeah. him up for something there for Bring a mid card belt. And I yeah. think it went actually perfect. That yeah. match worked perfectly for me for what I think it's supposed to tell. And which yeah, story is building on. So, you know, it was a warm-up match. It's just the, you know, we, and they were all phenomenal athletes, like the Street Prophet, yeah. like Montez. I don't think there's anybody that i ever seen do a higher jump, even, and that's saying something growing up watching Rob Van Dam. That's yeah. something to see how high he can jump when he does his frog splash. I mean, it is incredible. So yeah. this, he's the perfect warm-up, and, you know, the, the Alpha Academy is really good about getting the crowd involved. So, you know, Austin Theory starting to finally find his place. I feel like he was shoehorned in, yeah. and now he's just more of, like, becoming more of the thorn, the nuisance, the tease of, like, oh, okay. So I think this worked out really well, and it was a good it was a good opening uh, match for definitely for any – but. I don't like to say this about the Street Profits or, I mean, the <laughs> Alpha Academy, but, you know, somebody's got to open the show. But back yeah. when, you know, when I was in the business, it was almost an honor to be the curtain jerk because you were going to really dictate the tone for the rest of the night. But but here, actually, it's also shown that how important, actually, Alpha Academy is at the moment for WWE. They're so underrated and so... Yeah so so important for what to you have this tag team you can put them in anywhere you can put them in trios you can put them in just as something to tease it just to start a storyline somewhere they are perfect and chad gable is well i'm very very impressed by him because he can do so much oh yeah i you know what i i got a pitch right here we're gonna pitch it you remember kevin sullivan's varsity club with mike rotunda you know, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, and Rick Steiner. I'd like to see Dolph Ziggler join, like drop the Dolph name, go in there as his real name, right? He's a Kent State, Kent State shooter. Let's get yeah. those three together and let's get a new school varsity club because these are all like phenomenal shooters. Like these are athletes you want to see. I'd love to see that type and to elevate them to the next level because Otis, he shook the comedy gimmick, which was for the best because that was definitely Vince comedy. I like yeah. him better in this role for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's better used because he's he doesn't have to say much. He's just telling everything with his body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So good stuff. All right, yeah. next match we had damage control, which is Bailey, yeah. Io Sky, and Dakota Kai against the uh, Raw Women's Champ Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss. What a but, hot, hot match to start with! Yeah, but it was actually so nice that they finally gave that faction a name. Yes, and I, I like damage control. I like I damage control. Yeah, it's not it's not bad at all, but. <laughs> If, if you look at that, the way they have built it up, I think it was they went out on a high at SummerSlam. They were hot. And I think it was actually fading a little bit, but they got them back up there, if you yeah. ask me. No, it was great. You know, and I got to be honest, I was never really super high on Dakota Kai, even when she was in NXT. And this, making her part of this trio really did in my eyes, elevate her to that. Now. Okay, it's like, okay, she is someone not to be trifled with. I feel like Eos Guy, she would, you know, they elevated her, obviously, Bailey, but I think Dakota Kai is benefiting this to the point where she reminds me of when Liv Morgan, you know, was first in the Riot Squad. They realized, okay, uh. she can do something. So this is great. And I am a fan of the name. It has that very Marvel Comics feel, but I got to exactly. tell you, the crowd for me, this kicked off exactly what I want from a, a European stadium show because it threw you back to that NXT when they did the, hey, hey, Bailey. Hey, Bailey. Yeah. Ah, uh, I want to yeah. know, Ooh. will you be my girl? And Ooh. to, yeah, <laughs> and it was fantastic because you think about yeah. it, they were just like, I. this was really testing Bailey as a heel because you she could have had that Hulk Hogan and WrestleMania moment like, oh, this is really warming my heart that they remember me, that they embrace me. But she did the opposite. She she shushed them without shushing them. 
because yeah. if you like if you guys keep singing i'm gonna leave i'm not gonna wrestle which made them sing more which made them get more into the match so she was feeding them by saying stop eating uncertain terms i don't need you oh, i love that they had that in there it was so good <laughs> And, Ex- and what yeah. and what a super exactly. team, right? Bianca, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss. I like that Alexa's starting to shake, you know, lose the Bray Wyatt, you know, sidekick gimmick. And we weren't she, she don't get me wrong, she would have did phenomenal with it, but, but she never could have kept that gimmick without Bray being there with her. Because without Bray, people are gonna no. think of Bray. So but they couldn't use it. So I'm glad they're starting to go in a different direction with that. But I think actually a very important discussion about uh, Alexa Bliss is where is she going yes. now? Because I think it's, she's somewhere in the middle, uh, like the song yes. in the middle. <laughs> so, so she's caught in the middle at the moment. You don't know, is she going to have a face? Yeah. Which way is she going? And this three years match didn't give any answers no no that's right and that's probably why it was okay that she was on the other ends where you know i think damage control it made more sense that they got the win but asuka and alexa already have this step high you know this star power is already there for them that you know that they're top tier women but like you said you don't know the direction they're going but you know it's something special when they're out there but you're absolutely right if they want to separate Alexa to get her back to where she was before, she is going to have to make a statement in the ring, outside the ring, with her gimmick, with her character. They changed the music without really telling anybody. She's Clearly, she's a phenomenal athlete. So I, you're right. I'd like to see her, starting on Monday, make a statement that says, this is Alexa Bliss, whether it's going back to you know, the Harley Quinn-type gimmick or if it's something completely new. That was great. Ah, that would be I'd I'd love to see that. And Oscar, I'm a huge mark for Oscar. I yeah. she she can do no wrong yeah, in my yeah. eyes. Like, at, yeah, everything about her is colorful. She's athletic. All her matches are always good. So you can put her in. She could be a heel. She can be a face. So it really it worked well. And again, that's really elevating. And they gave Bailey her first match back. They gave her the win over Bianca and pinning the champ to let them know that damage control is not to be mess with and they need that right yeah. now after losing but, you know you know losing sasha and neo and they need to establish like a top heel women yeah action yeah but but i think actually it was kind of uh, brave of them to let bianca get pinned but but it was a good move actually to give it much more credibility for bailey to be number right. one contender to that belt they needed this to pinpoint exactly. This is serious work. She's going there. She can pin her here. Why shouldn't she pin her in a one-on-one match? Oh, hundred percent agree. So it so, made sense to give Bailey, uh, yeah. give Bailey the win. So yeah, I, I you know, CBS rated this an A minus, and I, I would, I would stick with that. With the, I would give that the A because even my our note for Alexa yeah. had nothing to do with this match. It's more of like what is the future for. Alexa, so I love that, and the crowd just made this an opening match really, really fun. And look at that, people are making but, wrestling but it, fun again. Isn't that what it was supposed to be all along? Yeah, how's that for a concept? This is what oh, th- this is what wrestling yes. is all about. Is that quirky Actually, fun? So it's fun. We're going to get yes, that's what it want not and get good wrestling right. as well. You can well. do all of it. You can but, do both. It doesn't have to be the Vince. Yeah. Vince, there's a place for all of it. So yeah, but also we got a triple. Oh, that was as fantastic! Well. Yeah, what more can we? Yeah, expect? what a great yeah. match to open with. Uh, the next yeah, match, yeah. and I got to be honest here, Nick. I got to be honest. This next match, yeah. to me, I didn't even know this match was happening. Right, and then oh. we've we've been conditioned. Right, it's been thirty years when Bret Hart and Davy Boy Smith, when the Intercontinental Belt was defended at the Stadium Show at Wembley Stadium, and it was the main event, and that's yeah. when the Intercontinental Belt meant something. It means nothing right now. To me, this is going a step in the right direction to start making that belt mean something again. Because you had the, uh, so the champion Gunther 
Yeah. Gunter, yes. Gunter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Gunter. Yeah, you have a better way to say yeah. it. Uh, defending against Sheamus, yeah, no. right? Who Sheamus was, you know, he remember he fought Drew to who was going to be the main event. So Sheamus got this match. And man, just so it just starts yeah, off man. when you have Whoa. you see the Imperium come back and they got them back together. Yeah, that was actually that was a, a surprise. Great surprise. And actually, I was like, oh man. Yeah, I, that, love that I was one. so happy. So again, they started out out of nowhere, just like, whoa, a nice surprise. Imperium's back. So he's the ring general, he's leading a faction. And then you knew when Seamus came out, right? And he had his fight crew. I don't the I don't know what the the Seamus's faction's name is that he comes out with. Uh, the brawling, yeah, the brawling brutes, brutes actually so seeing yeah. that come out to kind of even the score that was very old school nwa you're like oh you got three guys i got three guys and we're gonna go but when yeah. they started brawling and gunther and sheamus were just locking eyes and even and not taking their eyes off them like and that's what that was the I second thing that, that caught my attention it's like this might be different yeah. and they beat the crap out of each other while wow. it was stiff but it was exactly what you expected from these two guys. But actually, one thing, uh, two things actually was important for me. Actually, I was a little bit worried about the start and putting Rich Holland yeah. in this match because he has a way of he does, putting yes. people in the yeah, wrong no. way. So I was a little bit worried about that when I saw that Rich Holland was going to brawl because I was actually hoping that they would actually get a two on three so they could yeah control yeah no exactly yeah, so, that's all you need and you know so, being uh, in the business it's always <laughs> the whole thing right that's why it's a brotherhood even with the sisterhood it's it's because i'm yeah. giving you my body in this for the sake of entertaining take care of me you know and you can't it just it's not about always just getting yourself and Sometimes people see the red light and they just rush and it gets a little bit sloppy. Everybody's tired. Everybody's slippery. You got to be really careful, but you got to find a way to, you know, Bret Hart will say, you know, I've never hurt anybody. And ironically, he left with somebody who was sloppy and that's who took him out, you know, his career out. You got to take care of each other. So I do appreciate that Ridge Holland. But you know, the, uh, the legend Sputnik Monroe told us once when we were training, He's like, remember, you're going to get hit really hard in safe places. And that's how it should be, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it should be. <laughs> oh, I love that one. That was yeah, actually a good one. Sputnik, Sputnik Monroe is a legend. He's just like, he would, if you throw a yeah. punch and you start stomping, he's like, why are you stomping? Are you making grapes or are you in a match? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I got to tell you, man, Gunther and Seamus needed no stomps because – when you heard that, that was meat on meat slapping. That was like Rocky yeah, II hitting frozen sides of cow. <laughs> but you had those two colossus actually fighting it off on the yes. mat. We don't have. We didn't have any flip flops. No. We didn't have any. They're actually going up to the top ropes. Yeah, once the Gunther was actually on the second rope, but they were fighting it off in the rain. And you could actually see Seamus's chest. It was oh, busted. Yeah. Not open, but it was busted with those, yeah, those blood Those blood was, vessels uh, were all whoa, cracked, whoa. smashed 100%. Yeah. Uh, I got to ask you, you know, because, you know, being uh, yeah. being on the, on the U.S. side, I don't think a lot of people really have more of, a, of appreciation of history. How, you know, from your, I guess, your European opinion, how does a gimmick <laughs> yeah. like Gunther get over on that side of the ocean? Actually, uh, Gunther, the way he is performing, he's not talking that much, but he's so credible oh, in the way he works in the ring. And I think actually he gets over just by being exactly not that much talk, but just let his what can you say, his moves, his way of working in the ring, this ring general stuff, people oh, are buying yeah, into it. I agree. Because, because you have to look, if you're, if you're really into wrestling, you really understand. And I have this funny story because of the other one that I have the Danish podcast with, Kim, was actually one of his first matches was actually against Gunther. Oh, okay. And he was... 
Yeah, and he was actually very anti-physical at first. So he wasn't like the ones you, the one you saw in the ring here against Sheamus. He was like, oh, don't hit me <laughs> so hard and like that instead. So he was actually he's slowly transforming into this physical. That's colossus. amazing. That's cool to hear that you know because right there's there's yeah. a there's ring maturity like as you go you start to realize less is more. You start to realize that what I say is more important than what I do. You know, it's those little things that you learn over time. And then you start getting that confidence. Then you realize, okay, I can hit you in a safe place and it'll help, you know, propel my character. And he know he has the people doing the talking for him. But I was just curious, you know, because I don't even know what you yeah. would label that, but I love just the, the vibe that create. Again, this whole Triple H, it's like a breath of fresh air. And now I feel like you see all these sides being drawn of all. Wrestling has always been about factions. You know, even like you, everyone yeah. thinks back, the Four Horsemen was considered like the first big faction. Oh, yes. But even think about it, like a lot of the tag teams and stuff, they were just two men factions. It's all about team. And then you had the managers, right? So you always had like clicks of people watching your back so i love the vibe of having two back factions brawl like this so and you feel good about gunther getting the win over sheamus yeah i think it was totally yeah. the right thing because sheamus is sheamus he doesn't need the belt no. at the moment but maybe you could work him into something a u.s belt uh, again like the one we're talking about with Madcap Moss. He's in there for as a contender to one of the two belts that's getting more and more. Yeah, and, there, and I think that's going to continue. If this was Vince run Clash of the Castle, I could have seen yeah. Sheamus getting the belt and then Gunther going back and then informing Imperium. But this worked out better because it kept everybody elevated. Like nobody, you know, Gunther went over on Sheamus, but nobody was hurt. And then Sheamus getting that ovation from these fantastic fans after the match, you know, I think really just added to it. Just goes to show that they appreciated what he did and he didn't need the win. He's still over because he's still Sheamus. So it was so well, well deserved, but he really gave a match. One thing that I was actually, I'm just looking at sometimes the small things. Uh, Gunter, had some problems with the power bumps that he was doing. The first one was not that off. The second one was a little bit better than he did on Sheamus. But she, Sheamus hurt his back oh, or, 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 or something like that. He was so Oh, good. no, I think you're back. right. I think he over-rotated on that run. So he came down yeah. on the small of his back instead of uh, the flat back, yeah. right? We all know just being in the business – I tell people, even when they're first training, I was like, you want impact to be dispersed amongst the biggest radius on your body so it doesn't have to be one, right? You hurt, you break your elbow because if the elbow is the only thing that hits go, but if you flat back and you get your hand, your forearms, your triceps, your shoulders, your traps, your back, everything hits at once, it's going to, right? It disperses that impact. So uh, by that over-rotating yeah. happening in the small of his back, I think that's probably why. And look, man, that's 60,000 people. Sometimes you got to, again, make they sure you're breathing and, and, you know, don't yeah. lose your composure. Find a couple of people to stare at. I, yeah. I've never wrestled that. 15,000 was probably the most that I've ever done. And, and I and I okay. get it. It's not. It's definitely not easy. But it was great. It was good to see. So Gunter got the win. Okay, next match we had... The SmackDown's Women's Championship, Liv Morgan, uh, going over against Shayna Baszler. This was good in the sense, yeah. you know, and this probably was a good match, and it told a great story, and it's probably going to be considered the worst match of the night just because if all the matches are A's and this one's a B, right? But it was still, to yeah. me, it, it told a good, it yeah, was yeah. told a really good story of getting Shayna Baszler back as the badass that she is, right? The UFC shoot fighter badass, put her war paint on and she's going to do it and she's going to break Liv Morgan. And Liv Morgan still maintaining that Rocky Balboa underdog feel that it's just like, oh, how about, oh, you're the person that rips off people's arms. How about I break your arm, right? <laughs> I thought that was cool. Yeah, and actually, and that was actually right. what happened. That Shayna Baszler got yeah. hurt as well. So, but but I'm still not buying everything about Liv Morgan. I don't know why, 
I know she loves the underdog feeling, but and that's a good story, but it's it's maybe a little bit over. I could I and, and tell me okay, it. stop me if I'm wrong, but I think I can tell you what you're what you're feeling. So right, we know that yeah. each wrestler, <laughs> you know, the a good wrestler is an authentic version of themselves amplified a little bit yeah. but there's something about Lib morgan she is she does love this so much that you're seeing who she really is but she's got to remember yeah. that she's got to amp it up a little bit you know you can't um so you don't want to yeah. amp up the underdog portion which she is right they she sends out a tweet every day i love this right you're seeing authentic Lib morgan the fan that's got the belt but we want like you said you want to see Lib morgan the champ so she's doing everything right. Yeah. Like she's hitting all the notes. She told the story, the way she went over on Rhonda twice and the way she did it, like she's like almost like you're getting to the point where she's starting to feel more like a lucky fan than the women. I yeah, want to see, and here's the thing. We know she can do more because I want to see crazy yeah. Liv Morgan from the riot squad that had the blue tongue and the pink hair and she was just doing crazy shit like unleash that version mix that version of Liv Morgan with the man I'm so happy that I'm here and doing living my dream if you mix those two you will yeah. feel better about Liv Morgan that's just my opinion but she has to move away from this next door yeah. girl ish like uh, acting style and we want you could actually if they were smart actually and now this is a wild one they could actually do a stipulation in extreme rules that could maybe get something out of Liv Morgan yeah. push her to over the limit where she she snaps or something like that to get that craziness out yeah in the it was open. close she did that, and when she did that yeah. nip up and she let out that war cry, that scream, I was like, okay, you saw yeah. shades of it. It's there. She just needs to push it a little yeah. bit more. And don't worry about, you know, she's she's definitely leaning more into the baby face role, you know, but, you know, just get a little crazy. That's totally, that's okay. We want to see you get a little I crazy. I know, I know, I know, uh, I know. But, but I'm, I'm yeah. still hoping because I think it's, it, the potential is there. They could do something very, very interesting. I totally agree. But to go over on, but they could ahead. actually, yeah. No, sorry. To get to move her from the underdog to the champ, they are on their way, but they have to do more. They have to give her more credible wins. Yeah, and here's the thing, right? Shanna Baszler, they brought her in, and she was going to be like a female Brock Lesnar. And, you know, for whatever reason, Vince didn't pull that off. It could also be argued that they're just starting to do that with Ronda when they should have been doing that for Ronda. So like you have Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey, these are two very credible females to win. But I know that feeling that you're saying, like you feel like there's just something like the way the win happened or the way she carried herself for the win to make it really feel like, okay, you like, Almost kind of like the way Becky, when Becky had her first baby face turn, was just like, you knew she was a different, you know, her nose was smashed and the blood was going. Then you realize, okay, she went stone cold. He's another one, right? The blood falling down his yeah. face. You got to, you know, you love this. You might have to bleed for this, not necessarily physically, but you may have to somehow bleed for this to show people okay she is all in because you told me you're all in and people can say yeah you told me this 10 times yeah. you're all in you tweeted every day but maybe bleed for this and i say this as just just critiquing yeah. uh mm -hmm. just a little bit of tweak to make the give that give live morgan a little bit more of that rub and i'd love to see how she you know how much she's progressed from her old jersey girl from nxt into the rise squad into this exactly. i think there's a lot more to come and alexa bliss would be the perfect person to take notes on because alexa bliss went from a cheerleader in nxt to the alexa bliss that dominated the division you know before the Bray. so yeah, exactly. i think you can she could take take some notes from her i think that would so we are excited to see that Our, but I actually, I th thought it was actually exciting to see that it was this little bit of tease that Liv Morgan maybe is moving away from Oblivion and maybe going to some submission holes because of the training with Matt oh, Riddle. Yeah. I, I really like that they were pushing those small things about Liv maybe yeah. something well. 
maybe she could do submission oh, that as well be good. because she need that she need that layer as well that will make her much more interesting that will be make her much totally. more dangerous yeah to i everyone. totally agree good idea so, yeah, good call on that we can see that see a, a yeah. different style all right next up we had another yeah, uh another well i think it's a trios match but i but it technically isn't right we had Ed, edge and ray mysterio no. versus the judgment day uh with with edge and ray mysterio going over but the big surprise of this match was dominic turning on his dad what what, what were your thoughts on dominic turning on his dad okay okay honestly <laughs> finally <laughs> Yeah, finally that that happened. They have been teasing that thing for so yeah. long. I thought, oh yes, give me that one, <laughs> really, really, finally. But but the one thing that was actually strange and still genius by Edge, his his entrance with oh, the mask yeah. on, that energy, how he's feeding from the energy from the crowd. They were so over with him. From the moment he stepped in, his music is oh yeah yeah. There's there, there's a YouTube actually. video of just like that actually captured you know yeah. the crowd singing Edge Edge's theme song with him, and that was another one. That was yeah. it's cool to see, right? We I think uh, we have Chris Jericho in a way to thank for this, uh, you know, with the crowd singing Judas, and now yeah. everybody's desperate to find that next song to sing along to. So it was cool, and we had a couple options, right? We knew they were going to sing for Seth. If Nakamura was here, they would have serenaded him. But to hear Edge's song, which is, I feel like, not an easy song to sing. No, oh, it's not. You have those karaoke Absolutely. songs like, oh, I'd love to be able to suit, but I don't want. But they went yeah. for it, man. And he <laughs> came out with the mask, and he was so yeah. over. And you can tell he was literally moved that, like, wow, he got fired up. But it was yeah. cool to have that devil mask that came out. I love the story that, uh, talking about Finn Balor, wrestled in that same yeah. town from 60 people to 60,000 people. Yeah, yeah that one <laughs> yeah. was a great bridge to telling the Bella story. But I think it was actually the important thing, and that was one thing that I'm also really looking at when wrestlers do their entrance, how he's interacting with the crowd. Yes. Going all the way around, getting to crowd to give them some moment to see Edge and to see him and interact with them without really interacting, but moving around, he was actually the only yeah. one doing. Oh yeah, it. he and he. I think it's so. It is. Important. Yeah, he hopped off the ramp. You know, he hopped off the ramp, went to the left, went to the right. But you know, that's that's you know, he's a veteran. He know he knows to work the crowd. I'm pretty happy. I'm happier than I ever thought I would have been with how the Judgment Day oh. is looking as far as like having Finn and Damian Priest, you know, standing yeah. next to each other with Rhea. That silhouette of them together is so good. And I don't know what about her, but man, she looks, there's something about her. She looks phenomenal. She's looking better and better every day in this new character where it just reminds yeah. me of like some, I know they want they're probably leaning a little bit more towards they want it to be a little bit like the undertaker a little bit more supernatural but to me it's feeling more like an 80s movie right like the judgment day could be like yeah. a gang in a kurt russell 80s movie and you have rhea ripley that that is not afraid to it's, mix it up with the guys if she needs to but actually you could actually do the Keith Sutherland movie. Yes, Lost yeah, exactly. It's that vibe of just having her in yeah. there. And again, exactly. oh yeah, she's uh at a on a scale from one to ten, she but, looks like a twenty right now. <laughs> yeah. But they could actually have done that one as a trio. Yeah, I think as they well. could have. Without, I think they totally yeah, could have yeah, done it. Could, they, you look, I mean, with yeah. all three guys, I'm she's she's a phenomenal athlete. Of course, I think you know, I know they're still shying away from not necessarily having those mixed interactions yet. I think we'll get there, and I think she would be the one that you'd want to do it with. Uh, do you think? Here's a I got a question yeah. for you. You yeah. know, we know when, Edge yeah. loves his loves yeah. his expressions where you know he's going to turn up on Giffy. They're going to turn Edge into a GIF. And man, when he took that nut shot from Dominic and that look on his face, and I'm like, yeah. man, Edge <laughs> always finds a way to make himself a GIF. <laughs> yeah yeah that was oh, really yeah, exactly he sold it so well yeah. and then the ray mysterio yeah. uh 
the bump on the clothesline. It was yeah. a, the best I've seen from Dominic. And you're right. I think Dominic is going to be a great heel because I think there are a lot of people that think that he got his break because of his dad. You know, he he didn't even go to NXT. Yeah. He started right in WWE. So I want to see a heel Dominic that'd be like, I don't care that I skipped NXT. I'm better than you. And I want him to do, I maybe want yeah. him to come out, maybe come out with like a, a, evil version of Rey Mysterio's mask where it's like a two-face or something like a half-face or something like, I'd love to see that and him start to take go for his dad's throne. You know, I think it would be great. He could could use a faction. I think they may toy with letting him go into Judgment Day, but I'd rather not, but I could be wrong. Like, I would have never said put Rocky Maivia in Nation and Domination, but I think that turned out okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 you could argue that, that was okay, a good but, call, actually. But, but I think actually he will be going into Judgment yeah. Day. It doesn't make any sense because he needs that backup now. Yeah. But I think actually that they will be building up slowly, teasing him, provoking his dad into fighting him, and and Ray Mysterio Not want to will fight. I love it. Decline. I love to hear yeah, that. But in the end. We will see that. At many yeah, that would be year. the time to do it. The father versus son. But I love that yeah. idea. You know, he's now he's brainwashed by his bat. You know, you were um, you were yeah. a great son. And now you got brainwashed from those kids down the street. You know, and then they even showed Finn Balor, who also became a gif, you know, laughing as he as he was beaten up. So I thought that worked <laughs> out well. So, yeah, I think that'd be a good way. Put yeah. him into Judgment Day. Have them be a bad influence. And slowly start goading their dad in. And, you know, he has a mullet. And everyone knows mullets are evil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it always evil persons. And, and she actually has this kind of a German-like hair look. With right, this yeah. Walk, like something. Like yeah, it evil. looks good. So I, I'm, I'm happy to yeah. see that. So, But it was it made it made sense but, for but, Edge and Ray. Uh, Edge was yeah. way over. Have them take the win. Because in the end, like they won the battle, but you can say they lost the war because that you know Ray it cost him his son. Yeah. He it lost cost him his, his son. son. Great, yeah. great storytelling. That's what exactly. we're here for. Yeah, uh, and we love that one. But it was also actually when they do these small things to pay homage to something like uh, Ray Mysterio. I love the way that they were telling you they were not calling it 619 when Edge did that. Oh, yeah. They were calling it 519. That was the genius one, actually, from the I commentator. Team, and I even so. like that Edge kind of yeah. had a different way of doing it where he fell when he did it. Because in a way, it was yeah. by him falling, whether it's accidental on purpose, that is a way of respecting Rey Mysterio by saying only Ray can do it to perfection because that's why it's Ray's move. And Edge yeah. did it, a version of it, but he couldn't pull it off like Ray. And knowing Edge, the veteran he is, I bet you he did that on purpose. Yeah, I think so. So it was totally Had to on be. purpose. Had to be. So, and we can't go yeah. without saying, you know, you were talking about the, you know, the homage. And the, we can't go without saying yeah. that this was a tri- another Triple H show uh stamp of approval that not only that they bring up before the intercontinental match they brought up they had davy boy smith's family there they had bret hart there and oh, bret yes. hart got such a great reaction they're going back into history yeah. and then they started naming famous uk wrestlers to let them know hey we're here in the uk we respect what everything that came before and Michael Cole was listing them off, and I was like, wow, that Vince would have never liked it. Vince would have been, who the hell is that? Nobody cares yeah. about the past. You know, so I yeah. really thought that yeah. really, that really did help. You know, and then you had the other celebrities there, a couple other ballers, then you have Tyson Fury. Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll come to, to it. We'll come back yeah, to we'll some come of to the that. celebrities. Yes, I'm sure. sure. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the next match. This one I'm I was sure really looking forward to yeah. before the show, and all the matches turned out great. But on paper, this was the yeah. one I was looking forward to because Triple H, again, he's influencing these young guys so much. And this Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle thing, they're making it feel so personal to the point where you have people saying, oh, is this part of the script or is this part of the storyline? So yeah. this looked like a true old school grudge match. And it doesn't matter that, you know, Matt Riddle came out dressed like Patrick Starfish from SpongeBob SquarePants. We know that's his gimmick. But and 
Yeah, but that was actually you know, yeah, exactly. That's what we expected. We saw, and then yeah. Seth, you know, came out with yeah. his version of Elton John's costume. So I thought it was great, but it didn't take away from yeah. these two very colorful, flamboyant professional wrestlers were going to brawl. And man, they, they they brought it. And I liked, you know, so Seth Rollins going over with not just uh, the stomp, which I think they should go call it a blackout, right? Honor his past, Tyler Black, yeah. give him a blackout. Yeah. But I like that they upped it a little bit where he hit it. And then he went to the second rope and he hit it again. No. Yeah, to give it that because of the yeah, first time when you kick it. out. And look, I know a lot of people can complain, and, and they could be right, right? A DDT used to be a finish. A pile driver used to be a finish. These aren't high spots. Yeah. But we live in a generation where people came up playing these video games, and they look at it like a video game. So I'm okay that you have to amp it up a little bit. To You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. But this is a way that you can start to get that cafe back a little bit. By like, okay, I'm going to get you my finisher, but I'm going to do it off the second rope. But this was a great match, and welcome back, the name Matt. <laughs> yeah, but also it was, I love that uh, Seth was trying to do the book. He did the book, yes, Derek. Yes, Derek, yep. Oh, I thought it was great, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, these guys, and look, Matt Riddle, yeah. he's another one. He came, you know, he's another one like Shayna Baszler. He came from UFC. This guy can this guy can yeah. really throw down and Seth Seth has proven himself to being one of the best best to ever do it and he's just getting better. He had some bangers with Cody and now he's coming out and he had a banger with yeah. Matt Riddle. I was just like Seth is showing that he is as good as he says he is. He is actually the gatekeeper to if you can, if you have it to get elevated, but. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we will see a stipulation match at oh, Extreme yeah. Rules. Oh, for those yeah. No. And, and then Seth will move on because he is the only one talking about Roman right. at the moment. To move on at Survivor Series, we have a Seth Roman Yeah, and I, and I like so. And, you know, we, we're, we're fantasy booking on how things are going uh, with Roman. Yeah. To me, personally, I want to see Roman hold it longer I'd like Cody to be the one to take it, and that yeah, really yeah. would elevate him. And then if Cody is going to drop it, or even, and then Seth, because I, I think Seth needs another run as this version of Seth freaking Rollins. He needs to run another run with the belt. Yeah. There's only one belt, and I keep it that way. I'm okay with that. But I'd like to see it. If, if that was my pecking order of who's going to get it next, Cody to Seth. Now, how long that takes, I don't know, because we're going to get into that in next match. You know, Seth went over on Matt Riddle, clearly setting up for maybe he's next in line for Roman Reigns, who went over clean on a very, very popular and very, very over Drew McIntyre. What are your thoughts on that? I was Again, I was back and forth. But actually, I think we should actually go back to yeah, the Seth Riddle match, because I think actually one thing that I was... Uh, one of my thinking points or looking points uh, was how well Seth got the crowd over to him. He was standing, people were so actually, you could actually question if Seth was actually the baby oh, face. Oh, 100%. Because, because the crowd really loves him. The way he's standing, he has this presence that Matt Riddle really still is struggling with because Seth really tried to humiliate him by doing the graping DDT on him, the bro Derek, and so on. So, and people there in Cardiff, they really, yeah. Well, here's the thing, and I I gotta say it for Seth, and I I do agree with you. He just he has that magnetic presence. This new version of Seth, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it is probably the best version of Seth. Like I wasn't sure about drip drip, you know, the king of drip Seth and slowly he's really elevated. But Seth Rollins is this version of Seth Rollins is perfectly suited for 60,000 people more so than a baby face, Matt Riddle, who's more of a 420. I'm going to just toke it, smoke it, joke it and just kind of go back. So you're right that the crowd is and they gave Seth a sing along song in the style of Nakamura, you know, so he's like a version of Nakamura. So 
you're 100% right. Seth is going to be the guy that's going to get over in front of him where they're not going to boo Matt Riddle because they like Matt no. Riddle, but you're not going to overshadow this new version of Seth freaking Rollins. He's not getting overshadowed. Because he, no, 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 he is yeah. the man. Oh, the yeah. He's, yeah. And the, the number actually, one guy without the belt in that company is Seth yeah. Rollins. 100%. It is yeah. without a doubt. And let's. But I think actually it, this match also shows that I think that Matt Riddle is struggling to find to find his right place in the roster. Where does Matt Riddle go? Well, I think we're going to find it. I think so, we're going to find that out because now yeah. that Vince is gone, Matt Riddle is no longer going to be saddled with dumb comedy. Matt Riddle is just going to give his version of comedy, which is always good. But you're right, but we might have to see the version of Matt Riddle that came from UFC that had that cage fight in NXT before he left. We might get that shooter version that goes along with almost, you know, throwback to the Incredible Hulk, don't make me angry, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, where maybe he has two sides of him. So it is going to, like, you're right. So the two wrestlers, I would say, what are you going to do next are going to be Alexa Bliss and Matt Riddle. But I think, actually, if they could get this Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, like a thing into him, you don't know when he's going to uh, turn, switch over to the other personality. They could use him because going from this comic-like character, well, oh, I'm so relaxed. Oh, yeah, I'd like to see. I would like like to see. If, you know, fingers crossed that Bray Wyatt's coming back since Tony Khan did not sign him and now Triple H is going to want him back. I'd like to see Bray Wyatt Fiend do some stuff with Matt Riddle where maybe that's what brings out the darker side of him. That would be fun. Because you have to have something that will ignite that. Seth is really tapping into that side of Matt Riddle. You can see he was very personal with the way with his wife and so on and children and nobody yeah. likes you. But we just need that little bit of I, extra, that I darkness do. to pull it out of him with I a totally fishing agree. rod. We need the one with the right fishing rod. Yeah, maybe that. maybe that is Bray. So, maybe that is Bray. So, yeah, but yeah let's jump back. Yeah. You know, Roman going over on, oh, on Drew yeah. McIntyre, very over Drew McIntyre with, you know, you got the crowd singing along. We had... <laughs> uh, well, well, let's. Well, what what were your thoughts first with Drew going over? Oh, I was. He really deserved yeah. that moment. So you were the. Uh, but they gave. They actually gave him a Drew moment without giving him the belt because I think it was the right move not to give Drew yeah. the belt, even though everyone was talking about Drew need this moment. But I think actually they did it the perfect way, if you ask me, because they still. Roman, the problem is actually in two two things. Actually, Drew, perfect, getting over. The crowd was there, getting the biggest pop of the evening. People were so there and singing the Drew song, and everyone was was there, and the crowd was rising and so on. But I think it's also creating their WWE is going to create a bigger and bigger problem for them because. Roman Reigns, they they really so into getting the heat from the Roman Reigns yeah. character. So it's they just oh love yeah, the I mean he's They're, and they are in love with the finally who would you know that you so for so long Roman Reigns was being forced down people's throat and now he finally hit <laughs> that potential with this bloodline. You know, well finally, as in it's been almost yeah. two years. But he seems unbeatable, and it seems a hundred percent believable that he's unbeatable. Like he's got that. Like no, yeah. who who stops this man? He has, you know, he's the Undertaker in the locker room now, and now he's the blood. You know, it's his island. Acknowledge him. It's great. The good catch line. So I am. I saw what people right. You know, Drew. Drew didn't get his moment when he beat Brock because there was no audience there. That was his WrestleMania moment. It was poor timing. I don't think Drew, outside of you know, outside of that European crowd, I think Drew has to find a different version of himself to get back to where he was by no fault of his own. 
you know, the way just the whole Pandy fell out by no fault of his own, he has to reinvent himself. And I don't necessarily know if the swinging the sword is it. It's it's cool, but like I don't know. It still feels like maybe he needs a heel turn. Maybe we need to see the Scottish psychopath come back, and he find maybe that's oh, yeah. what's going to do it. But that being said, if they don't go in that direction, they found a way to get Solo over, right, as a new member of the Bloodline with, you know, getting Uso's little brother back in there, Sakaya from NXT, got him over instantly because he interfered with the biggest match in front of 60,000 people. It made sense where it kept Drew strong. It made sense where it got Roman strong. But then you're absolutely right. They found a way that Drew still had a moment in the ring when they were just, it turned into karaoke night. But... But, but yeah, but I really love this actually was a surprising good match for me because I didn't have that high no, me expectations. No, neither. Me neither. Because, but I think they were actually building it up. They were really making it very physical. And when they're making it physical, Roman really yes. delivers. Oh, and he does. And yeah, these were going to be more, these were going to be yeah. more hard hitters because Drew, like we used, we yeah. saw what Drew can do physically when he fought Sheamus and that's, that's how yeah. Drew throws down. So you, his physicality has never been in question. Again, like I said, his only issue has been timing. You know, he happened to get the belt when the, the world got turned upside down. It had nothing to do. It had yeah, nothing exactly. to do with him, but I, I think, I think a little Not Scottish psychopath. What did you think? I popped big. Finally, you know, Austin theory yeah. has been another one that, Oh yes, it was actually a strange moment, but in in some strange way, I actually oh, loved yeah. it because it was so it was so Austin Theory like <laughs> he was looking in like this opportunist. It was oh, everyone expected Austin Theory to come in to to utilize this moment again because everyone knew this match could probably be very physical. They were beating each other to yeah. very to hell and back and drag each other to hell and back. And then he would come in, but hey, whoa, who you got there? <laughs> oh, that's Tyson Fury. <laughs> oh. then, I loved it. Then he was out of the picture as fast as he was running to Oh yeah, I ranks. loved so, it. I thought it was so good. They had the fake Seth Rollins, yeah. the heist of the century. He, he set up, he yeah. took the punch perfectly. He held his hand up to give a legitimate, I legitimately just got knocked out. Everything was out. It was perfect. I'm liking, the only other time I liked Austin Theory this much is during that WrestleMania moment when he was just bumping like crazy for Stone Cold. So I, here's my pitch for Austin Theory before we go back to the Drew Roman match. Yeah, I'd like to find the exact day he won the briefcase. And I think they should literally tease him all year long, right? So you can have, you can cash it in, yeah. you know, anytime at the first 365 days. I think they need to time it somehow where it's 364 and they're like, okay, you've got one more day to use this. And he's just like, yes. kind of like a bumbling way. It's like, now should I do it? Or maybe I should make a run for another belt. Maybe I'm going to just use it on the tag match. Something they haven't, I think just do something like that. And that gives him an entire year to kind of get over even a little bit more. Because I don't think – I think he cashes it in and I think he loses. I don't think he – there's nobody yeah, here. I think so. And, again, we'll talk about the big three who could have the belt is Roman, Seth, and Cody. Realistically, for the next, you know, six to nine months, those are the three. One of those three you kind of see in the belt rotation. And you can't see Austin Theory beating all of them. Like, I, I think – if he did, like the only one that the, Vince would have probably did it to Cody just because that's how Vince thought. But I just don't see that's how you do yeah. that. And I don't think, I think he cashes in and lose and, and he finds a way to get the belt eventually, but not yet. I think just utilize that money in the bank. Don't, don't waste it. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick where now people yeah, are always but... looking to the back, right? Royal Rumble works because everybody's always looking to the back. Who's coming next? So now they're going to see all these moments. Yeah. They're like, "Is he coming? Is he coming?" They're going to they're going to stand yeah. up. Is he coming? Now is he coming? 
Yeah. Uh, I think they should really find a way to <laughs> I find a way to melt that. So yeah. But yeah, I think it worked out perfect for all of all parties involved. Got Austin involved, got solo involved. It, but you also got a little bit of Carrie and Cross yes. by when you threw Yes, the exactly. Ball. And that was good. So I think Drew and so, Carrie and that's gonna be yeah. good, right? I think they need to elevate, remind people who Carrie and Cross is. Yeah, but they can they can actually because he has this physical present and he also has Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah, no, I and who doesn't want that, to watch? Yeah, exactly. Scarlet. I don't have any problems with yeah. that. I think that that <laughs> no, they have no, a great, no. Bring her. I have, on, they have please. a great presence, and they got to start bringing these new guys in. Like yeah. obviously the skills are there, but we want to see them elevated yeah. to the point where everybody feels like they're in a main event. So. I got to tell you, though, Nick, this is the first time that I've talked so positive about an entire WWE show in years. Yeah. All of our podcasts are, but yeah, and, and, and rightfully so, but all these, all our shows seem like we've been just dogging on WWE, but I got to, I mean, it's because it was very worthy of being dogged on. Vince was out of touch. This is the best yeah. thing. Vince his mis misgivings and wasting that money has been the best thing creatively for the WWE in years. The best thing to happen to this company in years, because now we're getting um, our friend of the show, Mike, he compared it to finally getting somebody, your friend back who just sobered up and now they're clear headed and focused. And you're like, wow, that's like, this is the person that I fell in love with. These are, this is the company that I want to succeed. And now You're to the point where, like, is WWE going to be lost to the past? But now we have this new, no. like, oh, wow. Yes, this is the WWE we all know and love. All great matches, a short card, great audience, great respective history, nostalgia, but a great present, and shows that the future is bright. Oh, two thumbs up. But I think, actually, the genius one about this car, you had few matches, but you had way longer matches. They were not yeah. rushed. You saw some great wrestling. They had a lot of time to doing their stuff. You didn't see any rushed moves. You see, didn't see, oh, well, I have to do this, this, yeah. this, this, and this. They took nope. their time, and I Nothing was shoehorned in, because, we're, look, there, there's a lot of wrestling no. that we have to deal with, and that we'll deal with. But a lot of wrestling that's yeah. on our plate, creative-wise, So when you're when you're not rushing and you're, it still doesn't because I can't tell you the last time I watched Raw without fast forwarding, I just it's just like it's impossible yeah. to do. It's a three hour show, but I mean now we're coming yeah. off Clash of the Castle. Then we have the NXT uh, show that's going to be coming up uh, after this recording in a couple hours. Then we have AEW All Out. So and not to mention before we go before we wrap up, I want to give you a chance to yeah. plug like you actually had your own wrestling that you're dealing with. <laughs> A couple of nights ago, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Last night it was actually, and we did get a quite a belt change. Actually, it's a new uh, wrestling promotion called the Nordic Elite okay. Wrestling, where I did actually was uh, the music guy oh, okay. last night. I was actually uh, controlling the oh, that's awesome, and the music after the shows. Yeah, that that's not quite often. Actually, I'm the main <laughs> with the mic right. instead. So. So it, this was new for me, but it was it was interesting. I I did get to tease one of the guys. I know them very well. So I just when he was in the ring, it was uh, the main event. I just stopped his music for just one or two seconds, and then I put it back on. It was like, <laughs> oh, what's happening? So, so it That's was. I fun. actually loved that one. But they did a last man standing match, the main event, and we have this uh, guy who's talking about he has he's undefeated for over a thousand days, and he's like I'm the Nordic Alpha, and to give him credibility, he actually beat the champion, so he got the belt, but he got the belt by cheating because uh, the the champ they taped his uh, leg so he couldn't get up. Oh, interesting. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, that's it was good. A good Yeah, it was a good move actually because the one thing in the, with these Danish promotions, it's like they have this one top guy, and you know he's going to win eventually because that's what the crowd loves. But here you actually set them getting bold, 
and then a move on elevating right the new that's awesome that's the way to do it man I, and i love to hear it right these yeah. are going to be the the future superstars so you never know where these guys are going to pop up so i'm assuming if they go to the google machine or youtube uh they can search it out nordic elite wrestling there's a lot of interesting behind the scenes and in front of the scenes that are happening that makes this a really exciting pro wrestling weekend now no matter what the outcome Let's freaking party, gang! Come on, lads! You got some sweet Caroline in you. I just know the chorus. Are we still on the air? I'm just having a laugh. How about? And so Sally can wait. She knows it's too late as we're walking on by. Thank you, everybody. I love you all.